Yep, that's the sound of a new coin. Uh, sounds the same as the old one that I used to when we you know in that uh, in the townships we have a game called Izwipi. Um, I don't know if you know it, Carl. Uh, it's when we we gamble and we spin the coin. So this sound sounds very crisp and nice. And so I just started to wanted to to play that sound and really hear if there's anything that you guys did here that took that precious sound from us. It has that nostalgic. Uh, sound to it. That, that's the sound of the new coin. Uh, on my hand here is the five run coin and uh, looking very, very beautiful um, that uh, we got from the Reserve Bank uh, showcasing what they've done. As we said before the break, we are talking with the Reserve Bank. Uh, they are here on the studio and in this installment of the Midday Conversation African Insight brought to us by Megazil Mazibugo, we engage with the sub uh, that is the South African Reserve Bank, uh, led by Miss Pell Khalehi. Uh, Pell is here, is not a stranger to the show, she's been here before. Uh, we had Pell a few months ago where we spoke about the new bank notes that have been released, and uh, now they're gonna enlighten us uh, about the design and, and inspiration and work of the new uh, coin. I think this is a five year long project. Uh, am I right, Oz Pell? This has been a five long year project that you've put into getting us these beautiful coins that we have. Indeed it is. Um, it involves the Mint as well because the Mint is the subsidiary of the Reserve Bank. Mm. Um, slightly different with the bank nodes where with the coin we have artists and engravers that are very important to the process of bringing in the new um, coin. Yeah. Well, just a bit of background on these uh, coins, as Ospel says, it's quite a different undertaking compared to what we do with uh, notes. And uh, this has a very rich history, uh, the, that is the currency usage, uh, that uh, you know, the introduction of coins, I think, started uh, in the region around in 1652. Uh, since then, the country has uh, used different currencies and coins which were made from copper, silver, gold, and the country's coin system uses decimals. And Auspel will tell us about what we mean by decimals, which started in the first decimal coin series. I think it was between 1961 and 1964, followed by the second decimal series from 1965 to 1988. The third decimal coin series started in 1989, and I understand it ended in 2022, or in the, still in the third. But I think today we are speaking about the fourth decimal series of the coin. So the South African Reserve Bank is highlighting uh, this incredible journey to us of the fourth uh, decimal series uh, as they are observing the Heritage Month in September. And they have a new circulation of coins that feature deep ecology as the overarching theme and its first complete set of coins um, are issued, I think they are issued uh, in the country. <clears throat> Demo this is uh, in the country's democratic dispensation. And this series uh, focuses or comes after a launch of upgraded uh, notes that we spoke to Auspel a month, a few months ago about where they placed largely on upgraded, uh, they placed a lot of effort on getting those notes up and this coin is really giving us that that's that's a new feeling and look i mean i have the coin with me as i said it looks very new and uh, rich in design and it looks there's a lot of care and thinking that has gone into this and it represents uh, <clears throat> the diversity excuse me of south africa's ecology but we're going to talk about uh these coins and what they mean really in action uh to 
uh, to us and uh, in conversation of course is uh, our spell uh, from uh, reserve bank she's the head of currency management uh, there at the bank i think since uh, march 2021 and we are also joined in studio by sebastian uh, Nekar, you will correct me if I got your city wrong, <laughs> but also with us is Carl, Carl GP. Uh, Sebastian is the design, the engraver of the coin, uh, right? Correct, uh, Lucy. Yes, and uh, Carl is the designer of one of the of the coins, and we're gonna talk to them more about what this means. Welcome, uh, Auspel, uh, once again. Thank you for joining us in the studio. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, welcome, gentlemen. Uh, Carl. Thank you very much, Busi. Lovely to be here. Lovely to host you here. And uh, welcome, Sebastian, as well. Thank you, Busi. Good, good. So these are the three uh, good people from the Reserve Bank. In fact, I think Sebastian mentioned earlier that uh, he's not from the Reserve Bank, but from the Mint uh, uh, there. So he'll tell us more also about that. Maybe to start with you, um, Auspel, and um, that is uh, Ms. Pel Khalehi that uh, earlier in the year we had a conversation with you uh, where you engaged us about the importance of uh, currency uh, and currency upgrade. You, you spoke to us about the security features and why is it important for us to keep on doing this. Uh, as a quick recap, can you briefly maybe talk to us about the importance of uh, currency and uh, the importance of why we need to upgrade just for the benefit of those that might have missed the first conversation we had with you? Not a problem. We upgrade so that we um, embed the new technology that we've got. And the second reason is to be ahead of counterfeiters. Sure. Um, bring in the latest security features, even on the coin. I know a lot of people don't know that there are security features on the coin. Mm. So we bring in a lot of security features in on, on the coin, but also bring in the new um, theme, as you have rightfully said, that yeah. the fourth decimal series has got a new theme that we have embedded, and that's why we then upgraded or brought in a new coin um, series and fourth decimal i was not sure if you're in the fourth or third and now you're confirming it's a fourth it is the fourth what's what's this decimal series can you please just in a very simplified way what do we mean by decimal coins that's basically when did we introduce a new set of of coins yeah um as i said the international standards requires us in terms of coin to change it every 20 to 30 years all right the third decimal series has been there for 34 years before we introduced this one so the, it, the, it was important for sa mint and the saab to change it so this is just when we introduced a new series the last one which was the third decimal series was introduced um 34 years ago so is the date here as a cap uh because of this i think i uh, two run here with me I think it has gone on for like 33 years. It's one of the longest standing coins. It is, but it is the standard, like I said, the international standard that says change it between 20 to 30 years yeah. so that you ensure you've got new technology embedded on it so that you are sure that the counterfeiters, because the longer it is in the market, the easier it is for counterfeiters mm. to be able to replicate that coin 
um, so we need to change it so that it's it's difficult for them to replicate it. It's is it as difficult or is it as easy as it would be to counterfeit a coin versus a note? Um, Probably not easy, yeah. but because coins are of low denomination, they normally do not counterfeit coin. Even with a banknote, they would go for a higher denomination, so a hundred rand, and try also emulating the two hundred. Obviously, there are security features that we put in there that would not be done correctly, sure. and hence it's easier for us to see that it's a counterfeit. But with the coin, the highest denomination being the five rent, you will see a bit of counterfeit. If you recall prior to this, um, the um, fourth decimal and the second series of the third decimal, we used to have a nickel five rent, mm. which was easy. Now we have a bimetallic one, which makes it very difficult to counterfeit. The designers will tell us more about that technicality there. <laughs> it sounds too, it sounds too complex, but I'm sure they'll tell us. But before we go to them, why can't we just have notes? I mean, this looks. I'm looking at this coin. It looks like a lot of work, and we we're talking to Sebastian earlier on that some of the things he had to do by hand, uh, to you know, instead of before even putting it into an app, why can't we just have uh, notes, a five five one cent note or a ten cent note? Why do we have to have the two? I think one reason is pride of a country. Um, we also want to have coin. Coins last longer than banknotes. If you look at banknotes, the lowest denomination being 10 rand, it yeah. does not last long. So if you had to convert that into a 10 cents, because you transact with it often, it's not going to last long. Compared to a coin, you have just mentioned the two rand, you've had it for over 30 years, yeah. and it's still durable. So the durability of our coin is the one that keeps us, but also it's a pride of the country. We want to have coins. Mm. Some countries don't have coins, right? Uh, very few. I'm not sure if that's the case, but um, just thinking, if we, we had to had only notes, you'll have to print more because of the durability. You'll definitely have to print more, and I think all the countries have got coins. Turning to you, Carl, um, you, you are the design, of course, of, of this. Uh, yeah. tell, us, tell us what you designed first. Uh, the, the coin I was involved in is the 10 cent piece, and it's, uh, it features the honeybee, the Cape honeybee. Oh, and I saw as Paul was trying to show, I have a very poor eyesight. I was trying to, trying to show us the initials. You have your initials on the, on the money? No, the whole thing about this is that I don't get my initials on the coin, but Sebastian does, who's the engraver. Ah. <laughs> so what does this He's mean? the guy who spends much more time on the coin than I do. <laughs> yeah, what does this mean to you then? Do you have, it means for you, you get these 10 cents for free. Because you designed them. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Wizzy, that's not the case. No. I have to pay 10 cents for every 10 cent piece. I <laughs> <laughs> what role did you play into this whole process? Uh, well, as, as Pearl has said, what happened is that um, the Mint, or the, I don't know if it was the Mint or the Reserve Bank, got hold of um, groups of designers all over the country, groups of artists from various fields. Right. Um, 
and then they went around it like a road show and they gave them the brief of, of you, you do the B, you do the rail, you do the L.O. And um, then we were all told to submit our designs and then there's a selection committee and the selection committee uh, chose the designs that were most suitable, let's put it that way, for the, uh, for the production of the coins. And uh, I was very um, uh, honored and, and excited to hear that my coin, the bee, well, my little bee was selected. <laughs> yeah. Now, the excitement, we can see it in the coin. It yeah. looks quite different. Than oh, it's a new. sweet little thing. Let, let me get this right. So I'm trying to get to what inspired you to, to come up with the bee or to uh, come up with the coin. Did, they, did it, was it imposed on you by the, <clears throat> the Reserve Bank that please have a bee for us? Yes, that's exactly what, how it was, yeah. Um, because they had done all the, um, oh my goodness, uh, Sorry. Or I think Carl's phone is uh, someone is trying to get the 10 cents from Carl. Uh, now that you're talking about 10 cents, uh, but go ahead, Carl. Uh, just, I thought it was off. Um, uh, my, uh, my, the, 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 the committee told us to get to, to do the B. Yeah. And uh, the reason for it was this uh, deep ecology. And um, uh, so. I went around and I, I put my my thinking cap on and I designed um, whole honeycombs and lots and lots of bees and one big bee and then a bee head and and um, and I came up gradually came up with with this side view of the bee you know which is the most typical um, recognizable features of the bee and um, and also uh, recognizing the idea that it's going to be very small mm. um, and. Uh, the fact that it's small on a tiny little coin means that you can't crowd it with a whole beehive. Um, and and then I thought, well, it's going to be a, a hairy little thing. So so how can I deal with this hairy little thing and still make it three-dimensional? How is the, the hairs on a, it's, it's even smaller than a real bee this, on this coin. So how can I make those hairs work? So I made a, a little clay model um, that's what they do in the in the die sinking shop. Um, on a on a glass disc, you make a little plasticine model and and make a little three D um, model of the bee. Right. And that helped me when I did my drawing of the bee, which was eventually um, the winner in in that uh, category. Are you an artist by nature? Yes, by I'm an artist. I mean. Yeah, I don't I don't work for the mints, but um, I've have done some coins for the mint. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. But by the way, if you are afraid of bees and you are allergic to bees, uh, this coin will inspire you to love bees even more. Man, I'm, I just had a look at it. Don't be afraid of it at all. <laughs> if anything, embrace it and uh, make sure it rotates yes. in your community. Uh, let's turn to let's turn to Sebastian. Uh, Sebastian, I understand you are from the Mint. You work. Uh, your offices are right in uh, over the highway in Midrand. Yes, we're situated in Centurion just off the highway. And what's your role in this entire coin process? So in this process, as uh, Carl mentioned, uh, he was involved in the design and then the um, the Mint, the SM Mint team compiled it into a physical two-dimensional drawing of a coin. Mm. So in order to give the artist more freedom in, express, in expressing the artwork that they submitted, they weren't like bound to circular designs or anything like that yeah so our team at the mint composed all the designs into a coin design and then i'm given that um artwork so i take that artwork 
Um, and like Carl mentioned, we use plasticine and um, plaster of Paris to um, mold and model the whole design. So it's about 200 millimeters mm. big to get all those fine little hairy details on the bee and to make the wing look a little bit translucent so you can see a little bit behind the wing and stuff like that. All of that is done by hand. And this, this, this was a very complex one. I mean, he has little hair and a lot of complicated things. How many trials did you have before you said this is the one when you were doing your, your minting there or design? There were, there were many renditions of it. So the, um, we have like a 3D software to sort of simplify the process so we can have like a glimpse of how the coin could look. Mm. And then we also had physical uh, test runs. So it was about four versions before we got to the version that we currently have. Four versions for each coin? Uh, no, just for the 10 cent. Because yeah. it's quite small, so you needed to get all that detail and everything onto the coin. So you're saying it was easier to do this five rand than a, a 10 cent? I wouldn't say easier. Each coin has its own challenge. You must know you, you're dealing with thickness of metal and the actual diameter of the coin. So it's all about the way the material flows and all of those technical aspects of the coin as well. And, and, and talking about challenges, uh, sorry to cut you short there, what has been different in the, because we are based at the main, so this has been thing, something you've been doing for some time, yes. I assume. What has been different uh, in this particular project compared to the other projects that you've been part of? So, um, firstly, it's a completely brand new, fresh design, fresh outlook. Mm. So, if you look at the older coin series, there's not much... I think the only thing that's there is the Protea and the Springbok, which is part of our heritage that we carried over from the old series to the new series. But apart from that, it's a whole new theme. Um, even the design is slightly changed. If you look at the Turan, it looks like a diamond on the in the center. It's not the other way around. And yes. And then I, I have the, I have the old Turan. I was going to ask you, is the Turan? Yes, it is. I have the old Turan with me here. Um, you know, I've, as I said, over 33 years almost this thing has been going on. Mm. And there are slot machines that are manufactured specifically to take this to rent. Yes. Now you've changed this to rent. Well, I think the, the millimeter is still the same, but the weight is now different. I think yes, it's you were at different. 60, now you're at 65, something yes. like that. What does this mean to those machines? What implication will it have? Will they need to go and remanufacture yeah, because, I mean, those machines are designed to take the diameters as well as the weight. That's how yes. it operates. Whether yes. you call a pool table, a, you know, a lot of slots machines that are going out there. What does this new, I'm not sure if you want to come in as well, Ospel, uh, what this new coin would, would mean to you, to those. So before um, we got the designs, all of those technicalities were already um, checked. Yeah. Because there's certain tolerances that each coin has. So it's still within the same tolerance. So all of the coins will work just as well as the older series. So I mean, I take this two rent and take the other one, they'll work the same. Exactly Whichever the same. slot machine. Exactly the same. In addition to that, what we do with industry is we do adaptation. So as we go, you've spoken about a five-year 
um, period before we introduce new coin or new banknotes. Mm. So with the new coin, what we do is all the OEM, OEMs we have they have to adapt their machines for the new. Um, coins that are coming through. So we go through a list of parking machines. We know where they are so that they can be that adap adaptation. As you know, we launched this on the 3rd of May. Prior to that, they had the coins so that they can finalize the adaptation. By the 3rd of May, we knew that when somebody goes to a particular vending machine or parking machine, it will be able to accept the new coin. Oh, that's good, man, because I was worried, like, yes, now we have to think twice. And uh, I mean, if, if someone has designed a machine, a uh, vending machine 33 years ago, you hardly cannot, uh, maybe not find a manufacturer. So you have to replace it by a new one. But I'm, I'm glad that mm -hmm. you guys took that into consideration. By the way, will, will these new coins replace um, the existing ones in circulation? They do not replace. We do not demonetize as the sub. So what happens is core circulation. So use both of them. They will be accepted. There's a term circulation coin. Um, mm -hmm. What does that mean as well? That means the coins that we use to transact with. So it's your everyday, today coins that you buy with. They are in circulation. They need to be used to transact. And you have... Uh, Electroplated coins? What's that? Do um, you know what that is? There's a thing called uh, electroplated coins. Yes, majority of our coins are plated. What does that mean in simple terms? If someone say uh, these coins are electroplated? So we have like a base metal, um, and then it's usually plated with copper, nickel, brass, bronze depending on what the specification of the coin is. All right. No, that's good. Uh, we are still in conversation with our colleagues uh, from the South African Reserve Bank, that is SAP in short. Uh, we are talking interesting things here. Uh, the coins, we have the coins in studio, as I said to you uh, earlier on. Uh, they showed us very beautiful coins that uh, you should go out, look out for them. If you have a coin uh, that you've collected so far, uh, you know, tag the Reserve Bank, I think, uh, on the social media and uh, just show them that you have the coins uh, we are so we could see it's in circulation. We'll have this conversation uh, with uh, uh, Pell, uh, Sebastian, as well as uh, uh, Carl, uh, talking more things about this. But let's quickly pay our bills when we return. We'll continue uh, the conversation. This, this is Ubuntu Radio. Ubuntu Radio, a product of the Department of International Relations and Cooperation, South Africa. Wouldn't you like to explore a country where two worlds intersect, where first world infrastructure meets an emerging market where diversity is celebrated through its people and its sectors. Where one of the most powerful economies in Africa embraces new opportunities. Where science and technology enjoy rapid advancement. A land where innovation creates a dynamic environment for growth. The world's leader in mining and minerals with nearly 90% of all the platinum metals on earth and around 41% of all the world's gold. Home to 11 Nobel Peace Prize winners. And with the most UNESCO World Heritage Sites in Africa. It is one of only two countries in the world to have hosted three different World Cups, where a market of almost 60 million people provide you with the perfect springboard 
to access a continent of 1.3 billion people. It's where the impossible is made possible. Welcome to South Africa, a land of endless possibilities. A truly inspiring country. Welcome to the future. Invest in South Africa. Powered by Brand South Africa. Hi, this is Lira, and you're listening to Ubuntu Radio. Welcome back to the midday conversation with myself, Vusi Maupa, uh, here on the Ubuntu Radio, uh, South Africa's public diplomacy in action. Uh, if you've missed the conversation earlier on, we are still carrying on with it. Uh, we're talking to um, the South African Reserve Bank. Uh, Auspel is in the studio. Sebastian is in the studio. Carl is in the studio. Are we talking about the new coins that they've put out there and reintroduced to the market? If you miss a part of that conversation, we'll share the audio uh, with you so you can catch up. But if you've been with us uh, and also if you're joining us, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, which, whichever medium you're joining us through, whether it's DSTV channel 888 or joining us online, that is uh, ubuntureader.com. Uh, we highly appreciate and uh, appreciate your ear. Uh, we'll uh, always make time for you uh, because you're so special. And this conversation also today is so special uh, because it has uh, special coins uh, that have been designed uh, here. And I think the design of it here is uh, the most focus of it. I'm not sure if you can uh, take that one, Carl. The focus of it is on the heritage, right? So there's hence more momentum is gaining now in September. So, so how do you link and celebrate the heritage on this design? And I think you touched on it earlier on when you spoke about the bee and when they approach you, what are you looking for? Well, um, it, it really has lots to do with uh, South African heritage. Um, we have been um, notable in, in, in South Africa uh, for, for our wildlife, for the uniqueness and diversity of our, our wildlife for a long time. People come from all over the world to visit us because of our fauna and flora. Um, and uh, the, the, the bee in particular is, um, th this little bee is not the, the African honeybee which goes up from, from South Africa all the way up to Southern Africa to Central Africa. Um, it's the Cape honeybee. Which uh, and the Latin name is um, uh, Apis mellifera capensis, and that's only indigenous to the southern and western Cape. All right. And so that's why it's very special to us. Just like Feinbos is very special to us. Part of which is like the, is the um, the Protea, All which right. is on the other one of the other coins. Um, and uh, the 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 bee is part of the series because it's one of the sort of lowest common denominators apart from bacteria and microbes I suppose mm -hmm. um, uh, and and it is so necessary and essential for the growing of all things um, if you don't have bees you don't have pollination and if you don't have pollination you don't have regeneration so that's why we the bee has been placed um, at on the smallest coin because it's one of the smallest things that we that we can we're dealing with and um, uh, I just want to take an aside. I, I was very excited to get um, the design of the bee because um, I have a long relationship with uh, 10 cent coins. Um, <laughs> as somebody earlier mentioned off air, yeah. um, why do we need coins? Um, and and the, the coin is, the, the 10 cent coin is so 
small and so kind of almost worthless that people discard it. Well, I used to have a big black dog, which I walked around my neighborhood, and I would notice these coins people would throw away, so I picked them up. And um, I'd put them in my pocket, and I've got a bottle full of old, bent, discarded, <laughs> and dented 10-cent coins. Um, and so, so when this came up, it was like serendipity. Um, yeah. uh, this coin is being recognized, and, and I'm helping with now that. Now the coin so, is picking you up. That's right. So I'm, I'm very chuffed about that. No, man, that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that's a very interesting history of coins. And uh, especially now that they still exist, of course, we no longer have your five cents and half cents. I'm not sure if you still have them in your, yes. in your collection. Yes, exactly. But it's a good collection to Yeah, have. Uh, also somebody mentioned off there that people are going coinless and, and, and cashless and we've got credit cards and, and Correct. bitcoins and all sorts of things. But, um, but the um, numismatic fraternity, in other words, coin collectors, are fanatical. They are crazy about coins. They want to know every single detail about everything. You get these catalogs and you get people who who are waiting at the door for the new coins to come out. And, and, um, and I know some coin collectors who... Um, who are passionate about this stuff, mm. and uh, they, they 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 know anything they need to know about coins. And actually, so, if Spell would love would love uh, coin collectors, of course, <laughs> they don't they stop it from circulating. Right? <laughs> they just keep it there. I mean, you have five cents now in your house, and you want to get rid of them. Yeah, no. <laughs> we need those. In the yeah, they they they're interested in in in, in old coins. Yeah. Um, but they have to be sort of mint condition, and they have to be sort of almost like our proof coins, um, and 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 they they're especially valuable. But they're not going to go and coin uh, collect the, my ten cent piece that I find on the street. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. And to to you, Sebastian, maybe can I tell us a bit some of the distinctive features of the some of the coins? I mean, I just have the one rand with me here. It looks looks unlike the one rand that we used to. Um, it has a different shape. Uh, it has a different. What is this um, flower here? You, Sebastian will tell us. But it has. Uh, it has. Especially, it has a flag, South African flag at the backside of it. Uh, also, a language there. Uh, this is quite interesting, Sebastian. What's what makes what some of the um, special features of these coins? So basically, we wanted to add in something special because it's the rand. You know, it's the one complete unit of our currency. So we wanted to do something special. So we incorporated something, apart from, everyone knows the coat of arms, but the flag is more relatable to completely everyone. The little kids to the older generation, everyone knows the South African flag. So we chose the flag just to have a one unique currency. And on the front of the coin, we have the uh, protea which is also an iconic South African uh, plant. If you look at our cricket team as well, mm. named after the Proteas as well. And why, why do some coins have more languages than the other? Um, we have three languages on a five rand, and we have one language on a one rand coin. So if you look at it, it's just about space, spacing. So you have to have something that's legible. So it is possible to make the, the wording smaller, but like, like I said earlier, we've got little kids and older people using the coin, so it has to be clearly legible. So it's just the space. So the 5 rand has more real estate to put mm. the lettering, three 
uh, different languages versus the ten cents, which is also just one. And you, you guys covered. Uh, I'm not sure if it's it's this to you, Spell. You covered the whole eleven languages of yes. languages. Yes, yes correct. Yes. And then one yeah. of the security features is every year there is a change in the lettering. So next year's um, ten cent won't have the same language on there. So it changes all the time to ensure yeah. that um, you know good security features and good security practices. But it still co-circulates with the new yes. languages. Yes, it does. Yes. I observed something when I was checking out these coins online. There is um, Africa Borwa, right? So there is in uh, one, there we have Africa Borwa hyphenated, and it gets repeated twice in successive years. So you have Africa Borwa hyphenated that comes in, in successive years. For example, Africa Borwa comes in 2023, uh, and 2024 on a 50 cent coin uh, yes. but there is one hyphenated and there's the same Africa borrow that is not hyphenated aren't we repeating the same language uh, uh, it's uh, not the same language so we we pay special attention to respect each and every language in South Africa so although there's quite a bit of similarities we still have to pay homage and be respectful of each language in South Africa that's actually Soto and Sebedi yes which so one the Sutu? one that is hyphenated is Sesotho. All right. And the, with the, the one without is Sepet. So it's actually two languages in on, on the 50 cent. Oh, all right. I thought, why are they repeating this? I mean, just remove the hyphen and just say. Oh, no, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, um, if anything you want is not to exclude anyone right yes currency is inclusive so that's why we have all our 11 languages on the on a rotational basis as sebastian has said mm. talk about inclusivity how inclusive is it for the uh, visually impaired community uh, people that can't see um, how are they gonna make distinction when they use the coins all right there are two well three things that they use to make the distinction the sizes Right. That's one of those. The second thing Sebastian talk about, talked about, the lending part of a coin. If you look at the fourth decimal series, inside the coin, there are edges in there, and they've got different numbers of edges inside. So mm. they would feel that. Around the coin, there's what we call serrations as well. That's the third one. So they would run their fingers around it. There's full serrations on some of the coins and there's partial serration. And that makes them de uh, be able to distinguish between the denominations. And uh, you, are they getting education about the new coins? I mean, have, have uh, you partnered with their school, did the schools um, to get this through? In, in the SAP, we've got a division responsible for awareness All right. that goes into, um, we've partnered again with Blind SA, the Council for the Blind as well, where we give the material and educate um, the visually impaired, the partially sighted in terms of the new features that we've got on our currency. Mm. I'm not sure this is you, but maybe the other division of SAP could answer that. I'm trying to figure out what's the plan to scale this 
these new coins um, to reach the whole all corners of South Africa, all provinces. Uh, I mean, it's understandable that dominantly it will be here in Gauteng, but what's the plan to reach out those other uh, provinces beyond Gauteng? When we launched on the 3rd of May, um, that reached all the provinces. Yeah. So how coin or banknotes are distributed is they run through the regions um, from obviously Pretoria, but it goes to all the provinces. So like I said, on the, th- or on the 4th, every single province had the new banknote and the coin. So it wasn't only in Gauteng. So you deliberately make sure that they go there and they get the coins? Yes. Oh, then I was worried, like, will I get this when I go home in Limpopo? <laughs> you will get it. Oh, that's good. That's good. We're in conversation with uh, the Reserve Bank here, led by Pell, and with us is Carl, uh, as well as Sebastian, that are joining us. Sebastian is an engraver, and Carl uh, is a designer of uh, 10 cents, and uh, he has spoken quite um, lengthy about uh, what makes the Tencent special. In fact, what made him special to this project, collecting coins uh, from long time ago and now having been, <coughs> excuse me, part of this uh, project that has now came forth uh, with the Reserve Bank. So, yeah, that's a conversation we have. <coughs> it would have been nice if we could take um, you on and then get your, to your questions. But, uh, yeah, let us know with the hashtag Meet the Conversation. We will be able to uh, get those reactions and uh, Get them through uh, in those um, uh, in in those um, uh, you know discussions as we have uh, made uh, the conversation with you. And uh, before we, I think we we, we close uh, here. Uh, I understand our spell uh, needs to urgently run out of this uh, studio. Um, but I just wanted to find out from you, maybe finally, um, uh, Pell, the the value of, of these coins remains the same. Um, the one rand that was before it is not affected by this beautiful one rand uh, that is looking. The value remains the same. Yes, these are transaction coins. They do not gain value, even if you put them away for 10 years. Hence, we encourage everybody to please use them so they remain the value that is written on it even the new ones and the old ones. And what do we say to the chances that would uh, now try to sell these new coins, uh, say I'm selling a new one rand for two rand? Um, you know, what do you say to that? I think the members of the public must know that it is worth what is printed on it. Mm. So do not think that it's going to gain value. Um, do not buy it somewhere where somebody's telling you it's worth more. It is not. And when the five friend came, I remember that beautiful Madiba fair for five friend came. There were a lot of people trying to come to the reserve bank to submit the old five friends in exchange for that. Should people come or, uh, you know? Uh, that's the challenge with the commemorative coins. People again think that the value of the commemorative coins is more than that. We're just celebrating an event or um, a person at that particular time. As you said, it was Madiba. So it, w- it is still worth five rand. 
it is not more than five rand. Mm. That is uh, Ms. Pell Khalehi, uh, the head of currency management at the department at the South African Reserve Bank, uh, talking to us about uh, coins that they've uh, put into the market now. Beautiful coins, you should go check them out. As she said, the value remains the same, so don't be um, taken uh, for a ride there and uh, uh, getting you paying uh, extra money for the same coin that it values the same. I think eventually all of us will have the coins, so there's no rush. All of us will have will get hold of the coins. Uh, we're gonna go pay our bills, and on the other side of this, we'll uh, close the conversation with Carl and Sebastian. Don't be fooled into smuggling drugs in exchange for money or a free vacation. Many South Africans are currently serving lengthy prison sentences abroad for drug-related offenses, often in deplorable conditions. Do not accept gifts from people you don't know very well or offer to carry parcels, letters, handbags or suitcases for other people when traveling abroad. Remember that in some countries, drug convictions carry the death penalty. This message was brought to you by Ubuntu Radio in partnership with Durko Consular Service. Ubuntu Radio, South Africa's public diplomacy in action. Los Angeles, Tokyo, Bamako, Honolulu, Madrid, Algiers. Ubuntu Radio, connecting Africa to the world. Hi, this is Mane and you're listening to Ubuntu Radio. All right, welcome back to the midday conversation with myself, Vusima Upa on Ubuntu Radio. Um, this uh, segment of the show is called African Insight, brought to us by Mbegezile Mazibugo. Uh, we just had a very interesting conversation. We, I think, if anything, we have unpacked uh, the coins, um, in particular the Tencent, because the designer is here in the studio with us, and we have spoken in on length about uh, in length about a number of coins that are now in the market. Um, in the I think it's called the fourth decimal series uh, that the Reserve Bank has put up there. <coughs> excuse me, on the on the market. So yeah, it's it's been it's been a very insightful conversation i don't know about you uh for me it's interesting and this is a welcome development that uh, there's always new change but one thing to take away is that the value of each coin remains the same uh, they are starting from 10 cents up to up to one rand uh, sort of up to five rand um yeah so um we are still with uh, in the studio with uh, carl and sebastian and just i think it's for us to thank you them uh, to thank them very much for being part of the discussion and uh, yeah thank you so much Carl for joining us today and really um, uh, giving us the insight about the work that you've done and congratulations on the 10 cents. Thanks so much Vuzi and I have to say it's been an absolute privilege this whole process and, and, and an honor to be a part of, of the, the fourth decimal series. How will it feel for you when you go to the shop? And I'll ask you just to put your mic up a bit. <clears throat> How would it feel for you when you go to the shop, when you pay with your, say, you're buying sweets with a five friend and they give you change with 10 cents? How will that feeling be? Well, it has actually happened once. Ah. I went to pick and pay the other day, just down the road from my house, and I bought something and I got a 10 cent piece change and I looked at it because I always do yeah. flip it over and you see oh my goodness there's the B and uh, I, I actually um, made a loud noise <laughs> I would do the same I would do the same uh, and, and uh, I went around and hugged the, the cashier <laughs> and I told her that this was my coin because I designed it and she said oh my goodness and, and uh, well it, it, it makes you feel warm and fuzzy it really is lovely it's a great feeling you know what I would do if I was a dad pick and pay manager 
would say, Carl, today your groceries is on us. Because we've seen you take the groceries and leave, we yeah, got all the um, coming. Well, see, I hope the pick and pay manager of my branch is, <laughs> is listening to you. <laughs> because I know her well. <laughs> her name is Mercy. Oh, and I'll tell her that that's what she needs to do. That's a special project, I'm sure, for you uh, to see you. Absolutely. And this is your first project with the Reserve Bank. And no, in fact not. Um, I've done, uh, been involved in quite a few. There were, um, there was a series of numismatic coins, in other words, for collectors, mm. um, which um, uh, involved the um, South African inventions, yes, in uh, and firsts and um, uh, initiatives. And um, one of the inventions that is, is famous in South Africa is the uh, dolos, which is a concrete structure that they place around. Um, shorelines which they could have used quite happily in the, all the shorelines around South Africa lately because of the storms um, and it protects the shoreline from break, from being broken up by uh, big waves. Uh, then there was also um, uh, the CAT scan was also a South African invention, I was involved in that and another innovation uh, was the um, heart transplant um, by Chris Barnard long ago and I was involved in that. That coin actually um, won the most beautiful coin uh, for a special event um, in, I think it was 20, 20, 2019 oh, wow. um, at the Berlin Film, uh, Berlin um, Coin Festival. Do you think this Tencent will also scoop that award? Well, we hope so. We <laughs> hope so. Sebastian, Sebastian did a great job doing the engravings, so I hope so. And uh, the project is done, Sebastian. Uh, the coin is out there in the market. How yes. does this make you feel? Uh, it makes me feel, uh, you know, a great level of pride. And also, um, because it's it takes 30 years, like Paul mentioned, for the next series, I most probably won't be there to see the next decimal series. So it's a privilege and an honor. And I'm very happy in, to have to be involved in a project like this. So are you saying you're not going to have any work until the next 30 years? <laughs> <laughs> no, remember, the, the, the languages change every single year. So yeah. there is going to be continuous work. So And also, um, like Pearl mentioned, there's celebration coins that we always make. Mm. So that will obviously be part of the design. Well done, man. Uh, you've, got, you've done an incredible work here. Thank uh, you. I think putting, putting an idea or... A prototype on paper to reality that's something else and then some of the things you do them by hand yes uh, you know that's that's quite a special talent yeah not to also mention the entire coining process mm. so we start off with coils that we blank out to the correct diameter we polish them we anneal them and we plate them and we then coin them wow. so it's a huge process a huge undertaking mm. No, well done, man. We are proud of you. I think we still need you for the next uh, 30 years uh, when the new series comes. Probably, maybe, hopefully, it, it comes in a bit earlier <laughs> whilst you're still around and uh, so we can have you again and talk yes. more um, of these things. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time and uh, being so kind to join us in the studio to talk about the beautiful work that you've been doing. Um, we wish you to uh, succeed in your endeavors. And uh, where to from here, Carl? Are you going to think about the next uh, 30 years design? <laughs> well, uh, I'm always available if the, if the Mint asks me. Um, but in the meantime, I'm a, work, a working um, artist and um, I'm working towards an exhibition um, as we speak. Oh. So, so that's my next project.
All right. And those that want to get in touch with you, how should they go about that? Um, well, um, uh, there's a website called art.co.za yes. or www.art.co.za and um, you can find me on there as well as most of the uh, artists in South Africa. And um, is it okay if I give my cell number? If you're comfortable, by yeah, what means? That, there's no problem. It's, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. 082 453568 <laughs> Looking forward to um, seeing the project uh, that comes forth um, in the in the near future and uh, what the beautiful work that you are doing out there. And uh, Sebastian, uh, you're totally parting with uh, with the, the users of the coins. Um, my parting word is, you know, as small as a bee is, mm. everyone is as significant as every little bee in nature. Because we all form part of a bigger community. Now I see where the inspiration for all these uh, ecological bees come from. They come from Sebastian. I think to all this reserve back that we're going for bees. <laughs> and that's well said. Thank you so much, Sebastian, uh, for, for those wise words and your contribution in this entire project. We highly appreciate it and we can't wait to see you minting and uh, engraving more coins uh, for uh, future generations to use. Thank you, Vusi. That is Sebastian and uh, Carl. Uh, Sebastian is the engraver at the South African Mint, as well as uh, Carl uh, is a designer uh, at, uh, Carl is a designer, uh, I think uh, professionally, yes. Uh, Carl designed the 10 cents that is in circulation now with a beautiful bee there. Uh, please go check it out. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's what we uh, prepared, uh, or perhaps that's what we, at uh, conversation, conversation prepared for you with the Reserve Bank in as far as the coin is concerned.